that's that's the intro for this episode because our great great editor David Shapiro is not with us. He's actually in the Wisconsin Dells, Ryan Milan. Um, really? Yeah, he is enjoying the sunshine and well, not really sunshine, but he is enjoying the pool. Um, and there's a uh, good cheese out there. There, there is. That there, that there is. But anyways, uh, this is Take Your Base Podcast. I am your host, I guess, today, Nick Riccardi. Yep. Alongside of me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, Yeehaw, Ryan Milan. How we doing, bud? Nick, how we doing, man? Uh, watching Little Cubs. I should probably turn my background volume off as I'm thinking about this. But uh, Bert Shevin right now and uh, ready to talk a little ball with you, man. Yeah, let's uh, let's 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 talk about the Cubs. Um, sitting, I believe, fourth in the division. Um, sitting at, I believe, four and five. What, yep. Ryan? What's what's going on with them? What's going on with our boys? Uh, a lot, <laughs> a lot's going wrong. Um, like you said, four and five just lost two out of three to Pittsburgh, uh, who's a very bad baseball team. The Cubs just, dude, the Cubs aren't good. Um, I've watched each game so far pretty much to full full length, full extent. The pitching is okay. Um, the hitting's so bad, Nick. It's the strikeout rate's number one MLB. That's not something you want to be number one in. Mm-hmm. Um, they just don't know how to shorten up and put the ball in play. It's just not clicking right now. And I, you know, I, I brought this up to some friends this weekend. Don't we wish we probably had Chili Davis back at this point as our hitting coach? Do we? Because do we though? What's happening these last two years is far worse than what is what Chili. I want to hear your thoughts on that. But he's on the Mets, and look how the Mets are doing, right? Look, I, mean, I, I, I but the Cubs are number one in strikeout percentage. They haven't been able to put the ball in play. I mean, I'm not saying maybe bring him back, but what's the answer is not what we have right now. Yeah, I I hear you, and I, I'm right there with you. They can't hit the baseball. It's it's so frustrating to watch because you have all these MVP caliber team or excuse me, players rather. Um, and they can't seem to find the, you know, they can't seem to put the ball in play. They're just not swinging the bat. They're not swinging at it's... good pitches. They're swinging at bad pitches when they do swing. Uh, Dave sent us that stat last week about them being like dead last on swinging at pitches in the zone. Yeah. We do need chili Davis. Well, maybe not Chili Davis, but we definitely yeah. need. I didn't mean to throw his name out there. I'm just saying, you know, he was a he was a quick guy that we had in the team that we just, you know, we dumped right after we had the bad season, and it seems like we've regressed even more since he's been gone. In my opinion, I would agree. But. I would agree. Um, but yeah, sitting at four and five, they lost to Pittsburgh. They're playing. They're up one zero on the Milwaukee Brew Hairs right every now. Every game, Nick. Every game's one zero. Like it's it's like we, if Bert lets up two runs in this next inning, like I feel like we lost, and that's just it's a bad feeling. That the bats need to come around. It's like you said, it's so frustrating to watch. It's very frustrating. Yeah, it, it's it's this thing where the narrative for the last since we won the World Series really has been all you know the the pitching, right? The pitching's always been the big question mark. Well, now y- you have the pitching. The right. pitching's not terrible, but now we can't get the bats going. So it's like, right. well, you know, what What are we doing here? Um, yeah. The other thing, excuse me, I'd like to mention is that the Cubs, I think out of nine games, the under has hit nine times. 
Yeah, I think they had. I think there was one. Oh no, yeah, you're right. It, yep, all the games. It was close to last game, but it didn't hit. Which is ridiculous for those betting at home. You just ride it until the wheels fall off. But that just shows how I guess how bad their hitting is. Is you know they can't cover eight run spreads between two teams, which I guess is a tip of the cat to their pitchers. Um, which mm-hmm. Ryan Milan. Um, I'm not sure if you saw this. There are three relievers that are on the COVID-19 related IL. I did. Jason Adam, Dan Winkler, and Brandon Workman, all on COVID related IL. Do you find this a big deal? I mean, as far as protocols and far as like potentially putting the rest of the team at risk from putting our season out of the way, yes, obviously. Um, as far as if not, let's just pretend that it's only those three guys and everyone else is going to be fine, which I hope happens. I think it's a positive thing for the Cubs because those three guys have been getting shelled. <laughs> so I think uh, Workman getting out of there, and you know Winkler has been blown a couple games. So you know I think it's a big deal. We're going to have to call some guys up, but it could be a chance for some young arms to show themselves and improve themselves. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. I, I, I mean, like you said they've been kind of getting shelled around a little bit, those three guys. But I mean, maybe this, this break will be able to, I guess, refresh, right. Hit that refresh button. Um, and also I know you see this, but Craig Kimbrell, I I would be upset with myself. I didn't bring him up. So I have to ask you, is he back? Yeah, he's back. He's so back, and uh, I'm not sure. I think I sent this around um, in our group text this weekend. Uh, Javi Baez is talking to people that have been, you know, on the base pass or faced him already, and they're saying Craig's back. Like he, the fastball is almost rising, like he used to when he was in Atlanta. Um, the curveball is dropping off the table. I think Craig's back. Yes, I. Dude, I'm seeing the same things. He's hitting his spots with his fastball. His fastball. I mean, granted, still sitting at like 96, 97, but. You know, with that delivery and with how quick it gets to the plate, and if it's rising, you know, it's it. He he changes the game. Having him be Craig Kimbrell, it makes that eighth, ninth inning. I watched him against Pittsburgh. I think the first game in that series come in for the five out or the four out save, and mm-hmm. just looked dominant, which we haven't seen in years since he's been in Atlanta. Um, so that's that's a really good sign. I I have to have to mention it but right now as it stands cubs four and four and five right now hopefully five and five after today um you know it's still a close division technically it's anyone's division right now we're still only you know a week and a half into the season so let's you know we have to remember not to overreact just yet um let's go on to the south side uh the white Sox are sitting at four and five um with the emergence of yerman mercedes um, what what do you think Milan has been their biggest issue so far? So I've been watching a lot of Sox baseball as well. I think their biggest issue is what we alluded to last week, and it's been the bullpen again. Um, there easily could be six and four or seven and three. It's a good baseball team. Um, you know, Hendricks blew his second save already. Uh, I read something on Twitter that he, you know, he's a big believer in tarot cards and sage. Like, yeah, exactly what you think it is. 
psychic fucking Hendrix over here. He got a tarot card pulled today and saged his locker, so he said he'll never blow a save again in the near future, which is very bold statement, but crazy stuff. Um, I think overall the Sox are fine. I think they're going to win the division still, and uh, the defense needs to be a little better too. They are towards the bottom of the league in errors per game, and it was an issue with them last year. So they need to tighten up the defense a little bit, and I think they'll be okay. What are your thoughts? I mean... I'm gonna piggyback off of you, their bullpen. One guy who's looked real nice is Michael Kopeck, though. I will, I will say that. Yeah, very uh, nice. Their starting pitching's not an issue, either. I know that's a separate statement, but uh, one thing I particularly was worried about was for Giolito losing James McCann. Now they had a tight relationship, um, and I think in Lucas Giolito's was it a perfect was it a no hitter or a perfect game? I think it was a no hitter. No hitter. Um, and his no hitter, I think he said he only shook him off like one time. And I've noticed in the two starts, uh, he had he had uh, Yasmani catch one. He was shaking him off a lot, and he had Collins as the other, and he was shaking his head a lot. So I mean, he still pitched fine, but he I think for him to succeed, and he's a very mental driven guy, he needs that reassurance back there that they, it's just that bond. He needs that bond with those guys, and that'll come over time. Um, but Lance Lynn's a stud. Uh, that was a big pickup. And even Dane Dunning, I would be remiss to shout out Dane Dunning. But yeah, even though he, I mean, he got traded in that deal, as you and I both right. know. But he, he looks mm-hmm. also really good. But, yeah, dude, it, it, their hitting's going to be fine. I think they'll win the division. I think these teams that are up at the top right now, it's, I mean, it seems like all these and I don't know if that's just how the schedule is, but it's a lot of in-division games. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Like like you said, we're week and a half in the season, so. Yeah, no overreactions there. No. Uh, no. So last night, Nick, there was a Sunday night baseball game mm-hmm. between the Phillies and the Braves out in Atlanta. Atlanta wearing some sweet retro jerseys. Um, had a slugfest back and forth, ended up being a 7-6 Phillies win. Um, I know I caught the end of it. I know you saw it today. Mm-hmm. We had a play at the plate in Wick, which Alec Baum tagged up from about 230 feet away, it looked like. Um, tags up, looks like he's out at the plate. Umpire calls him safe. We go to a replay. The replay shows you know, very conclusive evidence that Alec Baum's foot did not touch the plate. They still call it him safe at home plate, and the Phillies win by one. This is a blatant miscall. Twitter is erupting. Dave Portnoy is going crazy because he bite on the Braves. A lot of things going on, Nick. Dissect this. Walk me through it. What are your thoughts? You know, he was out. I just don't understand. And and, and we see this all the time with the replay system, even you know in the NFL, too. I just don't understand if you have all these angles, you know, you probably have what 20, 30 cameras. You have all these angles. How do you still fuck up a call that bad? I mean, I unfortunately didn't get a chance to watch that game, but I did see that highlight and I did see Twitter erupt over it. It's just, it's absurd how it's absurd. You clearly see it. There's not one view that they showed on ESPN that showed him touching the plate with his foot. 
And everyone is agreeing with that, right? Like everyone on Twitter, including you, including me, all my friends, there's he did not touch the plate. And you still took the time to go over it, still took the time to go through. So I don't know if Nick, I don't know if you saw the uh, MLB's tweet or, you know, their uh, decision ruling on it today. Did you see that or not? Yet? I did not, no. They tweeted the reason that they called that is because there was an angle that was not shown to the viewers in which there was not definitive evidence to overturn that he was safe. So obviously they're trying to snake the way out of it, but the biggest thing that stands out to me there is an angle that was not shown. Out to- we need to be notified of that. There are people that have money on the game. There are people that are fans of the team watching the game. There are just random people that are watching the game on a Sunday night for fun. We, the people need to be notified there was a different angle. Because or else, if, they, if we knew this as it was going on, that there was a different angle that they saw that we couldn't see, one, why can't we see it? That's a different question. Right. Two, just why don't you tell the commentators on a live television audience in which how many people are tuning in the game? It's the only game going on. It's Sunday night baseball. It's, it was bad. It was bad. What are your what is your uh I just your thoughts can't, on I just, angles and I just can't believe like if you're gonna say that that we don't have that angle, that we don't see it, why? Why aren't we seeing it? That's exactly. I think the biggest problem I have is come on, if we see it from the angles that you don't, then there needs to be there needs to be somebody up in in New York with these angles say, Hey, look, like he's out. I mean, anybody can see it, and you can say definitive, yeah. whatever. Get the call right. That's what it's in place for. Yeah. That's just it, – it's just – it's absurd. It's – I mean, uh, there's there's really no excuse for it. It's MLB, again, fucking up right. everything. And and just to, just to hammer home the point real quick, I – there, this is not the only missed call. There has been multiple games I've watched. There's a Twins-Tigers game on opening day where I was watching it, and I was like, that they totally did not overturn this. Why? It's obvious that he was safe at first. This happens. It just happened to be this the first time it was nationally exposed because it was on the big stage and everyone was watching. The replay review, I would say, does good most of the time, and I think mm-hmm. it's it's helped pace the play and you know get correct calls. But at the same time, if you're not going to get it right when it's clearly right, what's the point, right? Right. The other thing, too, that they've messed up on, and this was going back to opening day that I, you know, re-saw today, but was the whole uh, Cody Bellinger home run back on opening day. where he overran the guy. Yeah, where it's like, okay, the ball went over the fence. It's a home run. I I don't know. I don't know the exact ruling on that because that's kind of a weird situation. But to me, like, to give him a base hit with an RBI and out, you're kind of – giving everybody yeah, a little bit of something. Yeah. It should just be a home run. It's a two-run home run. But A lot of weird rulings. Um, real quick, sure. before we move on to teams of the week, um, someone earlier was like, hey, do you need to calm down? Like, It's just one game. They play 162. Like, It's not going to determine anything. So to just throw that under the rug as like it's not going to determine the division, this division might be dependent on one game. So, yes, mm-hmm. it is a big deal. But the, the thing I said back to him was, these guys are playing – for a shit ton of money, Nick. Like, whether you think about it that way or not, all these guys are worth millions of dollars. This is their livelihood, dude. This is like 
someone going into your work and being like, hey, dude, I'm going to take away your Microsoft Excel, but like you still have to do an Excel paperwork. Like what? Like, no. If Okay. So an example, I also said, if, if he's someone's in the bullpen last night, okay, and you have an incentive to get 20 holds for a season, you'll get $2 million bonus if you get 20 holds. Mm-hmm. That guy, if he's called out at home, was in line for one of those holds. If he falls one hold short of that, because that umpire fucked up, we think it's going to get there. You know, how mad are they going to be? Right. This all comes down and it all does matter. So if you try to push it on the rug, it's like, oh, you know, they'll get a call back later in the year. All of this stuff, money-wise plus fan-wise, it does matter. Yeah, and especially like you said in the NL East, it's like that division can very well be decided by one game. And it could very well be decided with the Braves and the Phillies being those top two teams. So yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know, man. That's that's tough. That's a, that's a tough yeah. look for the MLB right there. Yeah. Um, before we move on to teams of the week, one thing I do want to talk about just a little bit, and it's the first one in the franchise history. Joe Musgrove throws the first mm-hmm. no hitter of the year. Were you able to check out that game? I was able to watch the ninth inning. So I turned it on when I got the alert on my phone, but pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I was watching. Um, luckily, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. Shout out. Um, free advertisement. Um, and they had the game on, and I'm watching, you know, because Texas's ballpark on, on from a television standpoint stands out very, very much. Yeah. Um, and I was watching it, and, man, this guy just was – you could just tell us he had a wipeout slider. And I'm like, wow, Musgrove's pitching pretty well, huh? And then all of a sudden you get the alert on your phone. Hey, he's throwing the no-hitter. And, you know, hopefully MLB doesn't jinx it. But, you know, he, he threw the first no-hitter of the year. So honorable mention, Joe Musgrove. Sad yeah. that Victor Caratini was the catcher. <laughs> he caught the last two MLB no-hitters, him and Alec Mills now. Yeah, so we traded him away. Go, go Ricketts family. Um, Sick. Let's move on to Teams of the Week. Milan, who is your team of the week? Um, I'm actually going to throw this back to you okay. because I would like you to apologize to my team of the week, which is the Boston Red Sox, who you got loud with last weekend. So uh, I did. The floor is yours. So to Red Sox Nation, I'm sorry. Um I misjudged you. I had high hopes for you. I had some money on you, and you got shoved by John Means. Um, but, you know, they, they six straight, Milan, six straight, six straight. They're looking like the team that, you know, I was harping to some of my buddies saying, hey, look, watch out for the Red Sox. Like, yeah. they, they sucked last year. They're getting some guys back. They have Cora back in the dugout. It's a different year. Um, you know, adding Kike Hernandez was huge. You get a utility guy, but, um, just look out for him. Yeah. But they're the, they're, so they're your team of the week with those six straight, huh? Yeah. They're my team of the week. Uh, pitching hasn't really been there, but the bats been crazy. JD Martinez with a three home run game on Sunday. Uh, Bogarts has had a couple home runs. Raphael Devers has figured it out. Um, they're fun to watch. Um, honorable team of the week. For me, would be the Dodgers. I know it's annoying, <laughs> but like watching them is almost like a work of art. Like you know, one side you get to see them pitch with Bueller and Kershaw and all these guys, and then you get to see them hit. Um, shout out Zach McKinstry 
uh, playing second at base and outfield, he has been killing it while Mookie Betts has been a little bit banged up. So Dodgers are my alternate team of the week. Freaking Jumbo Dong. Is Jumbo Dong back? Jumbo Dong might be back. I think he's got five on the year now. He so, had he yeah. had three yesterday, I think, right? Yeah, three yesterday. So might be might be up to five or six now. Jumbo Dong Martinez back in the lineup, baby. Um my team of the week has got to be the team that I bet on tonight, which is Monday, so hopefully they win me some coin. Um, the San Francisco Giants. They have won four straight. They were one of my favorite teams to watch last summer. Um, they have a very sneaky good lineup, and they actually have a lot. They're like the top at a lot of hitting categories. I'm pretty sure they're like the sabermetric hitting categories too. But, um, you know, what was that? Home run? No, it's just a base hit. <laughs> oh. Um, bases loaded, bases loaded, nobody out, bottom six for the Brewers in the Cubs game. So here comes the crumble. R.I.P. R.I.P. our boy, Adbert. Adelbert. Um, Ground ball away, triple play away, baby. That's all that matters. <laughs> Home to third to second. That's how you do it. Um, but yeah, the Giants, they've, like I said, four straight. They're in a tough division. Um, they play some really good baseball. I know they start a little bit later. Um, I have some love for those West Coast teams, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. But like Mike Yastrzemski's having a good year, um, or had a good year last year. He's a, he's a catalyst in that lineup. Donovan Solano again, catalyst. Brandon Belt, Posey's back, um, so his bat helps that presence in the lineup. Yeah. They've got Gregorius hitting. Yeah, they've got a lot of they've got a lot of good bats, like solid bats. Brandon yeah. Crawford's been hitting. I saw. Yeah. Um, I guess my special honorable mention is the Cincinnati Reds. The team you bet against. The team I bet against. Yeah, <laughs> Wade, Wade Miley. I'm sorry, <laughs> Wade Miley. Um, yeah. So my 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 yeah, the Reds. Nick Castellanos. That team is just. I mean, they put up like. 30 runs in three games against the Pirates. And granted, the Pirates pitching isn't great, but Cassiano's had a few home runs after his little thing at the plate. I think we gave him the take your base, uh, the take your base rub right there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he's kind of ran with it. But they're a sneaky, fun team to watch. Hopefully, their pitching can hold up for them. Hopefully, as Cubs fans will look at it, hopefully they don't. Um, now I'm sad because I remember the Cubs had Castellanos at one point. Uh, anyways, disappointment of the week. Disappointment of the week. Uh, I'm going to go with the NL East as a whole. Uh, this is supposed to be the best division in baseball. It very, mal- very may well be. This is obviously an early reaction, Nick, but mm-hmm. you know the Marlins are struggling at 1-6. Uh, the Nationals are one and five. Obviously, you know they're getting some bats back tonight, and Josh Bell and Schwarber. But bad start for them. Mets are two games under. Not looking like the division we want it to be. It's an overreaction early, obviously, but they have to have reaction rolling two weeks in, and I think they have not lived up to the hype yet. Yeah, I would agree, especially with the Mets. I mean, the Mets had all these high hopes, and um, you know Degrom pitches a gem, gets gets a base hit. And they can never find run support for the guy. So he got two hits. Yeah. Oh, like, it's ugly. And, and you can't get the run support. How do you have 
one of the best careers. Like you're, he's having such a solid career, but his record, like he'll have a one point seven ERA and finish the finish the year like eleven and sixteen with fourteen no decisions. With two hundred and eighty five strikeouts. Yeah, it just is <laughs> beside me. Um it's... my disappointment, I would have to say, other than the Cubs, because the Cubs have been very disappointing, at least the offensive offensive side of the baseball. Um it has to be the Oakland Athletics. They're what, one in six, one in seven? And I think they got two. Wins oh, now. Th- three and seven. Excuse me. Sorry, three and seven. Yeah, they won a couple this weekend against Houston. It, it's just you know this is a team that you know was supposed to be contending for the division and finds themselves in the same level as the Texas Rangers. So I mean their pitching hasn't <laughs> been their pitching hasn't been great and that's like kind of been their you know mo is is great pitching and then the hitting kind of comes around and they always piece together guys but. Obviously, overreaction. They might be able to figure it out, but holy cow, they yeah. got they got to figure out something. Dude, you want to talk about bats? There's only the one team that's whiffing worse than the Cubs right now, and that is days. Like they are talk about swinging misses. Matt Chapman on the bench today. He is not hurt. He has just benched the last two straight games for not hitting the baseball. So crazy things going on in uh, Billy Bean territory over there, dude. Pretty yeah. crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, honorable mention for team of the week. We don't want to pass them. Um, the Indians have won four straight, are leading right now in the White Sox, and surprisingly are tied for first in the league leading home runs. Really? So the Indians out of nowhere just started pounding the baseball. Jose Ramirez has four on the year. Uh, Fran, Milmer- Re- Fran Mil Reyes has six. Yeah, so shout out them. They're hanging in there in the AL Central. Jose Ramirez, my pick to win the AL MVP. Yeah, and then your sleeper pick is also CC Sabathia on MLB Network. Also picked Shohei to win his MVP. Dude, Shohei is we and I respect CC as dude as you. First of all, side note: Have you seen the CC documentary on HBO? So no, but I have like this list on HBO, just like things I gotta get to, and it's now number three on the list. So it'll be there probably within the next week. What's one? And, what's one and two? Oh no. Grand Slam? No, it's down the left field line, folks. We got run one in. We got two runs in. Here comes the third. It is three to one Brewers. Andrew Chafin. Let's up again. Um, <laughs> number one and two. <laughs> my HBL. Dude, you got me crazy right now. Um, what am I watching? Dude, I don't know. Just you got, go back to you. <laughs> please, edit, please edit this out, dude. Oh, you don't like that? I have nothing to say right now. So, no, stop asking me about my HBO list, dude. All right, my bad. Um, so, anyways. I'm really watching some shady shit down there. You don't know. Oh, okay. Now I actually have to edit this out. <laughs> um, shit, I forgot where I was going with this. Damn it. Well, Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. HBO list when it got doubles on the left field line, dude. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't have the game on right now. <laughs> I have four <laughs> screens in front of me. I don't have the game on one of them. Um, here we go. Shohei Otani <laughs> is, I, I, I truthfully hope that people are keeping an eye on him. It's like the Mike Trout effect, right? So Mike Trout play, gets all this love and the baseball fans who watch Mike Trout understand he's quite possibly the greatest baseball player who ever lived. And what we're seeing on the West coast with Shohei Otani hasn't been done since what Babe Ruth. Like, yeah. 
you got to like hitting pitching dude. And he's like, what? 20, he's like 23 years old, 24 years old. He's, yeah, he's nuts. He's throwing a hundred mile an hour fastball with a nasty split, an insane curveball that comes in at like 72. Like it, it's, it's unbelievable. And he's hitting monster tanks, which like he's, he watch out for him. I know I said this, but I got to show no pun intended. I got to show him some love, <laughs> but no. Yeah, for sure. I was just quick note for me. I was out on him for sure. Like for a while, I, you know, I wanted him to prove something to me. I took notice of how good he did this spring. And yeah, he's definitely caught my eye now. And he's, he's absolutely electric when he's healthy. Yeah. For sure. He's, he's so much fun to watch. I think he's like my favorite baseball player to watch right now. Um, yeah. one last thing before we, before we get out of here, uh, because this was a topic of conversation this weekend at my tournament with some of the parents, we're talking about the Cubs talking about who they should sign now i saw i want to say ken rosenthal on mlb central which if you haven't ever watched that definitely worth the watch um talk about javi baez getting an extension now a big name now javi's in his last year of his contract i believe a big name at shortstop went on the dl a contending team i want to get your thoughts now I don't foresee it happening, but it is a possibility. Do you think that the San, the San Diego Padres possibly try to make a move for a rental for Javier Baez? No. I mean, no. I the only I can't reason even think of a scenario now would happen. The only reason why I say that yeah, because right, is with the assumption that Tatis is out for the rest of the year with his shoulder stuff. Maybe. Okay. Maybe that was, that was the they scenario. Would, yeah. Excuse me. Maybe they would have to give up a lot though. And we already traded with them and got, they got nothing for it. So I don't, what are you talking I about? We got a bunch of freshmen in high school. Come on. You know, kids who are learning yeah. how to put their backpacks on for the first time. No, I know. I'm trying to think of a scenario. I don't really know what to tell you. I don't, I don't think they would sell out. No, I think they have other needs. I'd probably want and, Assume that Tatis, you know, they got that uh, that Kim guy. Oh Japan yeah, they do. Pretty good. So do. I don't think so. I think Javi may be available at the trade deadline, though. Like no doubt about it. You don't think they rework a contract before the deadline? Not the way he's sitting. That's fair. That's if fair. everything stands like it is right now, it is now five to one Milwaukee. Fuck my life. Um. Yeah, dude. I don't know what I even say. You're in shambles. That's all oh, right. This sucks, man. This fucking sucks. Anyways. This fucking sucks having a bad baseball team. I don't remember what it's like to be bad. It's been since what? 2015? We've yeah. been good since 2015. F. I just, you know what's sad is like in a couple weeks we're going to go on like an insane seven-game win streak. <laughs> bring us back. And like bring us to first place and like solidify us and we're just going to all forget that we suck. And then it'll happen again, and then yeah, it's, it's going to be a roller coaster. I know you're signed up for 162, and so am I. I am, I but, am signed up. But like, this is thorns in the side right now. I'm bleeding <laughs> out. I'm bleeding out, dude. Like, I only have a couple more days of this. You got a couple more months. But any last thoughts before we get on out of here, Ryan Milan? No. Um, hopefully, the Cubs do better. Uh, it's, we got our ace coming tomorrow, and 
you know, we got the Braves this weekend at Wrigley. So hope they turn it around. You heard it here first. Um, yeah, follow us. Take your base pod. We're tweeting out bets every day. Um, we're going to reset after every two, three weeks just so that way you guys can get a fresh record. We can start fresh. Um, we'll keep our all-time totals and whatnot, but we are going to refresh. And so Nick doesn't beat the shit out of me and Dave because me and Dave suck and Nick's sweet. Listen. So that that too. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. Yeah, when you're good at betting, you're good at betting when you're not. <laughs> and I do feel bad for you. So, listeners, I want you guys to know that Milan really can't catch a break on the Twitter picks, but he's Stop. making money. So is Dave. And I so mean, is Dave. Dave's Mr. Parlay. It's tough picking just two. It's tough picking just two. Yeah, so. small, very small sample size. Um, yeah. With that, keep, keep following Nick on picks, though, because he's making some some serious money. So ride Nick. He's, he's a fantastic baseball capper. I'm blushing. Um, take your base pod on Twitter. Uh, look for us live on Locker Room this week. We're actually going to test it out, so come hang out with us. Just download the app. Um, we're just going to be hanging out, talking baseball. Come come chat with us. Tell us some opinions, thoughts. Um, we'll probably watch a game together. We'll do something fun. And, uh, yeah, for Ryan Milan and myself, Nick Riccardi, this has been Take Your Base Pod. We'll see you next week. Peace.